Good morning, everyone. We're thinking of the subject of faith, as you know, and we're in Hebrews chapter 11. And today we're going to be thinking of the man called Enoch. Because the next person in the Hall of Faith, so to call it, you've heard of the the Hall of Fame, well, Hebrews chapter 11 is the Hall of Faith, if you like. The next person is this man called Enoch. And it says of him, he walked with God. He pleased God. He was taken by God. I'd like to spend a few sessions thinking about this man, Enoch, because one of the most important things about faith and Christian life is said about this man. It says, he pleased God. And without faith, it is impossible to please him. But before we think about the man personally, I'd like to paint a picture of the background. Enoch lived approximately 1,000 years before the universal flood which God brought upon humanity because of their wickedness. And not only wickedness in the sense of violence and evil, but I also realise that the language used in Genesis chapter 6 seems to indicate that there was a kind of hybrid race of humanity. One wonders whether something similar to this is in the minds of some of our present-day scientists. However, even at that time, God was giving the world warnings through Enoch on at least two occasions. Number one, the naming of Enoch's son Methuselah, whose name means, when he is dead, it shall be sent. Methuselah lived 969 years. And it was exactly 969 years after Methuselah's birth that the flood was sent upon the earth. Incidentally, we'll consider later what was the probable reason that people lived much, much longer before the flood than after. Secondly, Enoch's prophecy to his generation, which is recorded for us in the letter of Jude, the penultimate book of the Bible. It says this, Enoch, the seventh from Adam, prophesied, saying, Behold, the Lord comes with ten thousands of his saints to execute judgment upon all and to convince all that are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds which they have ungodly committed and in all their hard speeches which ungodly sinners have spoken against God. I find it very instructive and significant that the message of warning about the consequences of sin were given in the naming of the longest living person in history. So we might conclude from this, number one, God's long-suffering grace and mercy are intended to be understood from Methuselah's long life. Number two, as Methuselah's death could have been at any moment, no one knew when he was going to die, so the long-promised judgment could have come at any moment also. It's also instructive and of real real significance, I believe, that 120 years before the flood actually came, Noah began to preach righteousness and warn of impending judgment. It appears to me that God sometimes gives, as it were, final warnings before executing his long-promised judgments. And yet, when judgment does come, Jesus said, it'll be like a thief in the night, unexpected, 
and to people unprepared. During the 19th century, hundreds of missionaries left these shores to take the message of God's love in the gospel to the four corners of the earth. Also during that century, there was a great revival of the truth of Christ's return for his people in the rapture. Perhaps we could say the final warnings have now been sounding for approximately two centuries. However, there is an increasing deafness and defiance in the hearts and minds of the people of our once blessed and God-fearing country. And so it is, Peter says in his letter, there shall come in the last days scoffers, saying, where is the promise of his coming? But the Lord is not slack concerning his promise, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Almost 2,000 years have passed since Jesus died and rose again. It's almost two millennia that has passed since the gospel of God's grace was first preached. Century after century has come and gone, and the judgment spoken of in our Bibles hasn't yet happened. Is God not going to fulfil his promise? Is Christ's return not going to happen? Is the Lord slack concerning his promise? No, and a thousand no's. He is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. I just want to say to you, dear listener this morning, have you repented before God? Have you turned to the only Saviour, Jesus Christ? We might say opportunity knocks once again this morning. But one day, it'll knock no more. God bless his word to you today.